pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. Welcome coming at back. You. Uh, Sips, welcome how you doing? Welcome back. Welcome back. How you doing? Oh, man. It was a good, good podcast last week. I enjoyed it. it oh, fun. yeah, it was the best one. I think I'm that's ready a- for a brand new one. What have we done? How could we week? possibly top last week's podcast, which had riveting conversations such as creepy seducer golem and um what else did we talk about <laughs> zombie cruise ship <laughs> zombie cruise ships yes we surprised we people talk? last week because they expected a six-week break because That's, of course the of previous co- one we'd said see you in six weeks yeah and, and then yeah and then but some dumbo forgot to some send his moron for, for oh. some fucking idiot <laughs> who would do that God. unprofessional unprofessionalism really, really just drop the ball on that one it really could be either of you, couldn't it, honestly? <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess... Give me a break. Yeah, it's clearly... <laughs> Give me a break, Sarge. I mean, Sips <laughs> goes into the dad's garage for six weeks. Sarge, they got machine guns! There's fucking guys in, the, in wars who are told... You, you, and you, get up that hill and attack that machine gun. <laughs> Sarge, I'm not ready to <laughs> I'm die. I'm going to die. I'm literally going to die. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out how many bullets I got left, so get up that hill. Jeez. That's right. That's oh, real poor. war. Yeah, None that's of this, war, let's yeah. call in an airstrike shit. Yeah. This is literally, here's a grenade, just run up there and try and throw it in that little hole and try not to get shot. And you yeah. might get might get shot, but off you go. And they just did it. Oh. Nowadays, imagine these these goddamn millennials. Imagine trying to tell them to do it. They'd say, I don't feel like uh, Do I have to? I'm not gonna. This is unfair. <laughs> I'm gonna refer you to the working practices board for machine gun nest <laughs> attacking. And they'll have stern words with you, sir. This is why society should pay all of my bills. <laughs> I'll do it for college tuition. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the oh. form and fill down the triple. He just, just pulls out, out all of the all of the legal documents. Yeah, we got the paperwork. <laughs> paperwork. Paperwork. I need a pad over here. Guy Stop. running through a, through mortars to bring the paperwork. Oh, fucking. All right, you three men. I want you to run across this minefield to get the paperwork to run this guy up the hill to take out the machine gun nest. Sarge, we're gonna need paperwork on that. God damn it! We're gonna need a ladder. We're gonna need. We're gonna. We're gonna need a. We're gonna need a specific ladder too. We can't just give them the old splintery ladder. No, it's gotta be a ladder. It's it's gotta be a brand new one. It's gotta conform to standards. Ladder inspector, get up here, front and center. (laughs) Board for duty, Sarge. Inspect that ladder. Sarge, I need Ford Fairlight Trip to inspect that ladder. Uh, I'd say what was would be rubbish now. That's why they use drones. That's why there's not going to ever be a World War III. It would just get yeah, totally be, bogged be down in, in red tape. Yeah. I don't feel like charging today. You hurt my feelings. And they'd want like a comfy area to relax in with with your Nintendos and drinks machines and cool sofas yeah. and sculptures and artwork and stuff. Oh, God, millennials yeah. ruining war. What have you done? Yeah, look what you've done now, millennials. I mean, technically, I think I am a millennial, though. I think in I, what way? It, well, because the 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 date of birth range is like it varies not, depending not on hours. On so, who so I hate speak to, tell to you. but I I was born in 1980, which is your, your generation X, amigo. 
I, I consider myself Generation X, but there are naysayers out there, probably flat earthers, let's, let's be honest, who say that if you were born in 1980, you're, you're technically a millennial, but I don't think I am, actually. I think a person I missed reaching it. young adulthood in the early 21st century, that would put you out, unless yeah. you think that 20 is young adulthood, we, I think or 21. We, yeah, I think we just about missed it, I think we just, yeah, I think it was like 81, yeah. 82. I think the way you could tell to 1996. is if you like Pokemon. Then you're a millennial. I think that's that's probably that's, that's how they cutoff. should measure it now. That's yeah. the cutoff, because yeah. Pokemon I, again. I mean, I, I've said this a million times, and I maintain it. I was too old to enjoy Pokemon. I was exactly when it came out. I was in pretty much high school. I you think. were punching the people who were into Pokemon. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. I was. I, I forced them, them into a small red ball, and then I'd throw them at other nerds. <laughs> yeah, that's... And, and make them do battle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how it went, yeah. Fucking... Pokemon. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I missed, I missed Pokemon. Therefore, it wasn't I am that. not it was a the, It was that I was. It, I felt like it was like it was like today and Fortnite. I just, I'm just too old to understand it. Do you know what I mean? I, that was what it was when I was at school. Well, I, this, Pokemon wait, was this you new understand thing. Fortnite? We played lots of PUBG. I was too PUBG. old to understand For, it. Fortnite I didn't, is I didn't just. Get it. The latest craze in the in the latest genre, right? The new Call of Duty is coming out, and, and it's got it. a battle royale mode in it. And they've got there's always something that grapple you lines and, and stuff. It's faster. You don't get Fortnite. It's just a battle I don't really get game. memes. Honestly, I oh, don't get like Twitch chat. I don't get like I'm bit I'm bit you know a bit you beyond do. it all. You do. Bit too old. For You're it. younger than really me, and, and I, I mean and I get most of that. I'm, I'm pretty hip with the kids. I know what they're. I know all the memes. I don't know. I know I the kind of stuff you, that they're saying. If you saying. use the sentence "hip with the kids," yeah. you are by definition this, not. That's it. Is this a meme? You know, I know like you know Ellie Ellie Jiggle and fucking. I know, I know all about feels, your Ellie Jiggles and your monkey Jiggles. I know what all I know what all those guys are talking about. I don't feel left out at all, so... I'm not left out when you guys say ruffle. I know ruffle. <laughs> ruffle. Back in my day, we had the doot-doot skeleton. We were happy. We had a dancing we baby. that guy. A dancing Whatever baby. happened to him? <laughs> in simpler times, when we had Goatsy. Now it's all... That was our meme, was 9-11 and Goatsy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's 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 a craze like did any Bush other, did though, it, right? Did it or was it steel beams? <laughs> we don't know. That Fortnite boy like. can't melt steel beams. I, I wonder, wonder, what, a crossover I wonder what the meme. next big thing is going to be, though. I wonder what the next <laughs> big genre is going to be. Like, it feels, it feels like, you know, like the Battle Royale was... Was, it was pretty cool. Like, remember when we were playing PUBG? When we started playing, it was really fun. We were enjoying it. Yeah, it was it. fun it was, and new. We were cool. excited. It was fresh. We were excited about it. But We didn't know what we were doing, so it made it even more that, terrifying. Um, what was like the big genre craze? It would have had to have been... Um, building games. It was Daisy no, it, for a long time, though. You remember it was, that? It was those kind of, of crafting, genre. building, wandering yeah, but around, also, but survival. But also, um, like Dota, League of Legends games were were pretty popular too, right? Those, I those, guess. I, those I don't were think like they... the big genre craze. That was the I big mean, genre League, craze. League was, yeah, craze. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was the league yeah. into things. Yeah, yeah, that was a huge. Like there thing. were a million made. I remember going around. Um, I think it was at DreamHack Winter, a good few years ago now. And all the games coming out that they were showing off were MOBAs. Like, every single one was some mm. shitty MOBA that was clearly going to die on its ass. Yeah. Like, there was Strife, and then Smite, and League, and Dota, and... Was well, that they're, one they're, they're that Paragon loads. or something? There's yeah, an, there, there that, were loads. I haven't heard from that one for loads. a while. Yeah, no, there's there's tons of yeah. uh, different MOBAs. If it's them. like a hill thing, right? If it's like a series of hills, it must have been like MMOs were this big craze, weren't they? Where yep. everyone was doing those. Yeah, and then Warhammer there was Online Mo and yeah, Conan, there was, the original yeah, yeah, Star Wars Lord of the Rings Online. Lord of the Rings Conan, Online. Yeah, there's tons then, of Age of Camelot. Yeah, And then after that, it was the MOBA sort of hill. And that sort of gone down a bit and recently it's been this i guess the start of that hill was the daisy and stuff like this you know yeah. those, those battle royale type games with yeah that survival but then it evolved sort of into PUBG. kill and people Fortnite. take their gear get stronger and work your way to i the mean 
I, I feel like Fortnite, we're only a year into that cycle. We need to do another two years of that before that. that oh, disappears. Battle Royale is not done yet. That's no, for no, sure. no, 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 no definitely. You, wait. But I also think that like what we'll see is we'll see the tail end of that evolve into something else. Partly because like I think it's because we've always had FPS games bubbling away in the background, right? There's always yeah, been a Counter been Strike and, a, Since and Doom, Team Fortress really. Two, Doom and yeah. Wolfenstein and, and stuff. There's yeah. always been these these games that have never really become the number one genre right but now it is sort of it is sort of that yeah um i don't know know, know, it did pretty good though it did but it was never Fortnite big i don't think i don't think anyone i mean things like those big modern warfare strike is still pretty huge though isn't it no no no, right but compare it to Fortnite. like look at the number of people that play Fortnite. right like in order for a game to be like completely dominant obviously Fortnite is an exception yeah i mean because fortnite, it, it is so for, big fortnite I think is clever because of the graphics and the accessibility uh, of it for like a younger audience as well counter-strike the era is a game that looks like Fire you wouldn't let your back. seven-year-old play but right. um you know because fortnite Killer is cartoony instinct. and stuff <laughs> like my my Killer son instinct my son has friends at school. He's six years old who have Fortnite t-shirts and, and I know, Sips, it's terrifying. It's, but we it knew is, this was it's coming. It's kind of like the new Minecraft, isn't it? But we, it is. I've said this like a year ago. Yeah. He said, said it, it a year, year ago, ago, Sips. On he this, said probably, it a on this year ago podcast. on this podcast. Where have F- you someone been? Someone find that. I remember I mean, it. I don't Everybody remember remembers that, but... that. It was a seminal moment in this podcast history it when was. Lewis said, I said, it's the new Minecraft. I, he literally said that. He said that. I said... To my wife, I said, "Listen, Charlie." So hang on a second. You, now, you predicted. Now, you predicted you a trend. That Mimi, you put down that, me, me. You're holding on And you didn't there. do Listen anything about me. it. What the hell? I've seen the future, <laughs> and the future <laughs> is Fortnite. None of this Minecraft any longer. All the kids, they're moving over. And we gotta said, move, Charlie. We gotta move with the times. Oh, we'll be left behind. Go, go back to your Whitland. I it's, ain't interested in no Fortnite. It's weird though, isn't it? It's it's, it's kind of like it 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 comes in twos though because it like the game Minecraft itself was huge, obviously, and it made a lot of people very big on YouTube. But if you look at people who were big in Minecraft around the time, like that, you know, Yogscast was super big in Minecraft, for example. A lot of those guys have just dropped off almost completely, right? Like views, like their views are, are no longer like up in the millions and stuff like that. Some of them have just moved away from Minecraft altogether and they do other things or they've just completely disappeared sort of thing. Like it, 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 the personality ties in with like the trending game as well, big time, right? Like it's, yeah, um, it's yeah. all very people, aggressive. People, people will just sort of like slope off and, and drop off after a while too. And I guess the same will probably happen with Fortnite too. Like you'll have a couple of really dominant personalities who will probably just carry through um, like the entire trend sort of thing. But you'll have people who will rise up and drop off like throughout too, which is which is interesting, I guess, if you look at it. It's like interesting to it's see. It's like a that TV. If you think about evolution. TV shows that were big, <clears throat> yeah. I guess it's a bit like that. People watch the show, the series runs its course, and that's the end. And, and yeah. then you know, some of those people go on to do other things, and some of them are only ever known for you know being uh, that one that one person in that one thing. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like Joey from Friends. Right. I mean, Joey's attempted He's other things. He's just Joey. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, episodes. Did you watch episodes? That was good. That was a good show. That had Stephen Mangan and uh, Joey from Friends in. No. And uh, Tams in Greek. It was it was really funny. It was about this English couple, these two English writers, and they go to LA to write a series for for Joey, basically. <laughs> right. And it's it's like they're trying to write a good show, and it's being destroyed by the the committee system that they have in Hollywood. And and you know, sure. we want to have this in, and we want to have that in, and we the numbers say this, that, and the other. So um, they have to sort of work around it. And it's all like how these two English writers go to this Hollywood scene with this big star. And it's well worth to watch. Episodes, I think it was called. It's very, very Episodes, good. Episodes, okay. Yeah. There's, there's, it's, oh my God. There's some, there's some really interesting channels on, on YouTube that are, that are still doing Minecraft and still getting, you know, millions of views. I, I, I think, it, it, if anything, there's still like these communities that just stick around. And, you know, I, I think Minecraft might come back, you know? I think my it's if the right personality plays it and, and almost trends it, you know what I mean? Like, like kids at school and stuff will sort of all follow each other if one thing becomes 
popular again or whatever. And, you know, they'll all sort of jump onto that bandwagon and watch it. Like, Fortnite feels like that right now, right? It it's just very exploded yeah. out of nowhere, too. Like, it, you know, the original, the PvE Fortnite that came out was okay. It was just, like, really lackluster, though. It didn't feel like it was gonna going anywhere sort of thing. And then when they announced the Battle Royale mode and stuff, uh, it came out. And it was... It was fairly popular, right? It was fairly popular. But then all of a sudden, oh. it just seemed like overnight, it just exploded. It really did, and, yeah. And okay, these, some idea. of these streamers just became gigantic literally overnight. It's, it's yeah, insane. It's true. Yeah. So on Monday, we were playing, me and Dallas really were playing Warcraft 3. Right. Okay? And we loaded up some custom games and we played Gem TD, um, Element TD and one of the other uh, TDs. These, these are right. still in. These TDs are still in, in, Dota, in StarCraft by the way. 2 and Warcraft 3 were great, weren't they? they I they think so one awesome. day Tower Defenses, that'll be what all kids are playing, right? It's got to <laughs> well, be. They've got to have their type that, of There's fucking first, plenty folks. of them, though. There's plenty of Tower Defense games. There's lots of PC games are you that are Tower they've Defenses. They've had their opportunity and it's There's been. There's mobile games that are Tower Defenses. It's a genre that's been around for a long time and it's never like gotten mega mega big it's never gone to the mainstream no it's time to shine i don't sits. think it's ever going to shine though i think come it's, on tower no, defense it's one of those games that's it's my, one of those genres that's just going to be like a background lurker genre right it's going to you know what i think the next thing's going to be you know what i think the next thing's going to be they've tried this before so they call it like an arg right like an augmented reality game yeah. so yeah. you're out in the real world but it's also kind of a game. And there uh-huh. have been a few where you have to go around and other people are playing it and you shoot them and it shows up on your phone, you got them or whatever. But if you think about a Battle Royale game and you think about Pokemon Go, think about the fact that in Pokemon Go, people are outside collecting Pokemons. If you could have some kind of game that combined the being outside collecting things of Pokemon Go with the Battle Royale-style gameplay of Fortnite, you could have... An actual people walking around outdoors battle royale Fortnite Pokemon crossover game. Wow, yeah. And I call it. We should edit this to insert a clever name. Insert. Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> no, just leave that as it is. Wait, pork, pork <laughs> night. Silence. P- 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 I don't even know how you would. Pork, pork night. That's what pork. I call it. It's like pork night. <laughs> pork night. Okay. Pork night. Pork. Okay, tie him with stars. This has legs. <laughs> Tell me more. Well, we need some more details. You have to collect pork. And uh, okay. it's at night time. I'm in. I'm out of ideas. Here's a million dollars. <laughs> Turn it into five. Oh my god! How can I invest? How can I get in on the ground floor of this and invest? Let me tell you something. I can make some returns. This is so early. We're in the basement. We're, we haven't built the ground floor yet. But you can be part of the ground floor right. building You've team. Dug a hole and, with and a small <laughs> investment. You're at the bottom We've of it. Dug yeah. a shitty hole. I'm in that dug, hole. It's a muddy Help shitty me get out of this hole. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's that's nice. You know what? You know what? I always thought. I always thought that like Blizzard. Okay. If Blizzard, if, if anyone at Blizzard's listening to this, okay. For the love of God, just make a, a Warcraft Stardew Valley because honestly, World of Warcraft has kind of become Stardew Valley, right? It's like it's become the biggest collect them all of, of all time, right? Lewis has had many rants about this in the past about collecting his achievements and gear and stuff and feeling bad because he's missed out on being able to collect these mounts and gear. And if they made like a, if you were like an uh, an orc and you had to like build up a farm and do farming and stuff, and all of like the main characters would come by and visit and say that you know Jaina's having a birthday party on Tuesday, can you bring a present for her and stuff? Holy shit, that would sell millions! Like, can you imagine all of like the drooling, frothing Warcraft fan fan base like they would lap that up right like they could the they ultimate could care bear wow yeah, yeah. they could yeah. build up a, their own little like a house and a farm and stuff and they could like hire people to go on adventures for them and bring back epic items they could oh, man they could they could tie everything into a game like that where you just have to go off and collect everything and have a trophy room and stuff like that i mean i would definitely play the fuck out of that one and i'm sure a lot of other people would too so I like again, like I said, Blizzard. If you're listening, you can have that one for free. Just make it <sighs> called Warcraft. I think if Valley. I worked for Blizzard, <laughs> the first thing I would do is such a weird fucking thing. I would like start making spreadsheets and be like, okay, right? How are these? How are these fucking? How do you get all of this? To collect all this stuff, and why? Why can't you collect this stuff? And anything that you can't collect, you should. It should be should be doable. I'd, I'd figure out which quests are broken. 
get them fixed. I'd fig- I'd just I'd just I'd just be the polish guy, right? I'd go in there and I'd polish up that game like unbelievably. I'd I'd make it so everything was doable, everything was attainable, everything was collectible, and it was clear how to get it. And I'd release that spreadsheet publicly as well. I'd be like, here, look, here's a spreadsheet showing you what you need to do, how you need to do it to get everything. You know, I'd I'd be that guy. I'd be on the Reddit. Like, that sounds exciting. Yeah, I know it's such a nerdy thing, right? Oof. A bizarre. Imagine I, the influx it's, of. It's weird that that's suddenly my dream job. Chicks I would that love you would to get do that. Knocking at your door all of a sudden. Oh my yeah. god! I heard you uh, did that. He's spreadsheet. so dreamy. Oh, oh. That's such a big spreadsheet. So too. How many we were talking about has it got? World of oh. Warcraft because every day there's a post on Reddit complaining about the new expansion, right? And I don't know whether this is because, as we've spoken about before multiple times, World of Warcraft is this kind of living game where people expect so much from it, right? Everyone's like, I love the leveling experience. I love getting to the new thing. I loved all the stuff. But as soon as I got there, everything was locked behind a rep grind. All the new allied races are locked behind incredible, tedious things. You have to go back to the previous expansion and grind Exalted, which takes you weeks on the old content to get this fucking extra horns on your tauren. It's like everything takes way too fucking long. And because it's because there's no sort of ways to speed this up, you know, and it's not obviously part of it is that the game isn't isn't pay to win. So, you know, you have to pay your sub every month. But but the thing is like I want to play this game and I still haven't played it because I haven't had time. But I've just unsubbed from World of Warcraft because <gasps> I, I, because because I did I Oh I'm, my god. But I, I also when I did it I realized Oh shit! I'm not going to be able to complete the leveling experience of a game that I paid for now because I haven't because I'm not willing to keep paying twelve pound a month because I just it's frustrating. It's an old strange thing that I don't know why we are so happy to put up with it. Oh, yeah. anyway. When you say we, I haven't played it in a long time. No, I know you haven't. The last I know time you I played it was with you, Lewis. Do you remember? No, no. we we what? played it. I think I came down to. It must have been when I was down in Bristol, and. You were you wanted me to play it, and uh, you were astounded at how bad my gear was, and I hadn't God, seen any of the new area. And we went around some old instances, and you were so powerful you could just like kill everything. Yeah. And we were trying to get stuff, um, and you were trying to get me back into it. And you were like, "You should play WoW. It's great. You should play it. Me and Sips play it, and Duncan plays it, and everybody plays it. We should play it." And I was like, "Eh." And you were kind of disappointed. Well, it is one of these games of 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 love and hate, and 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 I wonder whether we get in that with Destiny Two. So Destiny Two Forsaken just came out. And me and Sips uh, originally we had a, a sponsored deal because I'd never played it, so I was like, oh, you know, it'll be good. Yeah. To do well, a video no, we we, we played it randomly on stream one time because Terps was playing it and he liked it, and he was like, yeah, we we, we were burnt out with Hearthstone, so he was like. Why don't we play Destiny 2? And that was I, partly, I bought though, it when it came out for PC, thinking, I, mean, ah, I, I, I want to like, try this out. And, and Do you want to do a brand deal on this in the future? If so, you should probably figure out whether you like, want to actually play the game or not. Oh, so I, didn't, I, was like, okay. I didn't realize that that was the... Um... Well, no, that's what Terps like, said to me sort of on the side. Oh, right. Um, so I was like, I'll play it. But unfortunately, I got it got its hooks into me somehow. And the games haven't managed to get its hooks into me since, I think, XCOM 2, which, incidentally, there is a new expansion planned for, by the is way. Is there? Is there actually? Oh, wow. God. Yeah. That's great. Plans? It's, um, it's not imminent. So wait, hang on. There's no. going to be another expansion for XCOM 2? Because yeah. you'd expect the, the next game to be coming out like pretty soon well, this because is there was they, all that but, foreshadowing yeah. at the end of XCOM 2, right? Well, With I the, would have thought it would be another a new game from entirely. The, from the deep one sort of thing. Oh, please, well, no. I, I, I pers- well, I've heard, I heard a lot of this. There's definitely something coming, and it's either going to be a new game well, or, I think or the guy, I think the, the, the lead guy on XCOM 2 is like a, an old school diehard XCOM fan. And yeah, I we've think met him. And I and times. I think I, I read about it. And nice I think guy. I think that he played them all to death. Basically, some of them he liked, some of them he he didn't like so much, sort of thing. But I think he he I remember him saying at some point that he really liked the idea of like um, is it was it tears from the deep or tear of the terror from the deep? Yeah, yeah. The deep. It he liked terrible. the idea of it, but it, it wasn't about it, underwater stuff. It wasn't yeah. like an it executed well, and I feel like terror from the deep was executed terribly. Yeah, I, I feel like it, it is a good idea, and I think if it was done, you know, as well as like XCOM two was, for example, it could be fantastic. 
and maybe I, I think they need to not, not look at any of the old games at all. <laughs> you know, if they're going to make an underwater XCOM, it needs to be done from the ground up with modern XCOM in mind. Because XCOM Two well, was so much different. To XCOM One, that's what I mean, which yeah. was so much different to the original, but better, better yeah. and better. I mean, they've proven like that week, they can um, do it with XCOM Two because it's phenomenal. So, like, I, I have a lot of hope that if they did try to to redo it or you know try to do something similar to it, it would be equally great. You know, like yeah, oh, 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 absolutely. Anyway, I'm sure. Look, it's such a successful game. It's so good. You know, War of the Chosen came out what 2017, like like a year ago. Yeah, it was over great a year too. ago like now. That. It was so. Fantastic. I mean, War of the Chosen was a great expression, and, and was, you know, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't had any announcements in the last year about what's next because. But but that means it must be fully under development. Right? Yeah, because so, there hasn't been any like DLC in between um, in the past year, right? Like, remember the yeah. first the first year it came out, you had all of like the cosmetic stuff. There was a couple of like campaigns, like Shen's gift and all that kind of crap. So yeah, so, so there at hasn't this been. Point, I think it's it's got to be either a standalone kind know, of expansion that's exciting, yeah. or or something or something new because I think that I don't really want to load up XCOM two and do another campaign. I'm actually anyway. was about to start that. No, <laughs> I started. Okay. Again, because I, I, you should it's, do more it's of the so much fun to stream. Commander. It is really yeah. fun to stream. Isn't and try it? not to lose your fucking shit because Sips gets so salty when he loses a guy. But actually, that's part of the fun. It's well, um, it is, and it is. It and also, the game the circumstances in which you lose, to lose them guys is, yeah, really sort of so you part of the fun. expect to lose guys because it's it's fine and it's part of it. So you know just, what? Just I, I, I have played out. the game. Don't just quit as soon as you lose your I best guy. I finished the game so multiple times. I'm, I'm okay, a veteran good. of losing lads. I've lost oh, a lot yeah. of lads. It's, it's fantastic, though. It is really good. <laughs> I, I, I know, always you, name them after people like in Twitch though. chat. Sometimes when one thing goes wrong, you're like, I'm done. You know, so no, yeah. it, if it's like really stupid or it's some yeah. mechanic that doesn't really explain itself all that well. Oh, yeah, like something that gives you an extra action yeah, point, but like, then you the use that. What do you mean? Like, I can't do X, you know? So like, oh, and then you lose like a key guy. I'm like, fuck it, I'm done. Like, I will quit it yeah. if I'm frustrated. I mean, if you misunderstand the controls, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. Um, anyway, back to where we were. Um, but just quickly on the side, I, I played Jagged Alliance Rage um, yesterday. This is the new on one. Today I played, which is the new one. It's coming out in three weeks, and it is garbage. Hot oh. garbage, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. You know like what's frustrating to me is uh, I I love those games. I, lo- I love those turn-based um, strategy we l- games. I love them to I bits, hundred percent. I'm delighted. There's more, and the reason there's so many more is because the, the very fact that XCOM and War of the Chosen is so so did so well, made so much money. There's loads of them coming out, but a lot of them are just cash in, cash grabby shit. Yeah, Ben was telling me about playing um the the Mario one, Mario one with his kid. Um, and he fucking they they both had a wonderful time. Like Ben would say, "What should I do now?" And then they'd play what, Mario versus Rabbids. It's called. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter yeah, had a wonderful yeah, yeah. time yeah. playing that together. Um, and it's it's a great way to introduce people to to the genre as well. Like these things aren't competition, but anyway, it's a shame that some of them are a bit just just bad. Like I, d- I don't know what it is with Rage. Jagged Alliance games. Yeah. There has not been a good one since Jagged Alliance Two. Like they've made no. like four. I, I was they? looking. There's loads. If I you look on Steam, there, there are a bunch. They are all terrible. It's like they've but got there were the IP. A bunch of terrible they have XCOM no games between yeah. XCOM and XCOM. Well, yeah, XCOM, yeah. XCOM, XCOM, XCOM had um, put like it, it flipped around, didn't it? Like um, it, it, they the the first like couple of games were amazing and they did really well, and then the genre started dropping off a bit. It was less popular, and then I think the original studio went under sold the rights to it and then another publisher picked up the rights to it and so it was just it just became like a hot potato right it was this this ip that was like fairly established but none of the studios that touched it could do it any justice sort of thing and then it just drove it into the ground until it was so i think i think in the end i think 2k bought it for like nothing and then decided to <laughs> yeah, probably decided to <clears throat> do something with it, sort of thing, you know. But like, but but some people sell their licenses for fucking pretty low <clears throat> value anyway, because yeah. apparently, like you know, Warhammer. Every uh, I mean, how many fucking Warhammer games are there? So I played many. A, a turn-based strategy game of Warhammer called Mechanicus. I played that at GDC and Gamescom. But this really stuff nice is all sanctioned under it. Games Workshop, though, right? They have like yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they have, have like a ton of creative stuff. control over all of the stuff. That's yeah, made they as well. actually weirdly do. They have you have to report. Back to them quite often, even if you end up not using very much of their stuff, mm. just so they can make sure it doesn't sort of. The, you know what? You know this reminds me of the, the original Blood Bowl game made by um, uh, what are they called? Cyanide. So th- yeah. this it came out a good few years ago now, and th- this is the original Blood Bowl computer game. So this is like six, seven years old, maybe even older than that. It was terrible. Yeah. It was absolutely terrible. But it was the only 
like nice looking computer version of Blood Bowl. There was a, a thing called Fumble, which was like a um, a Java client with like the, the, the weirdest community, but it was it was like really really small. But all the good players played there. Oh, there's the door. Fuck. <laughs> this is the second time. I love his well, doorbell the- too. It sounds so grand, doesn't it? It's like. He lives in like a fucking mansion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Jesus I don't even Christ. have a doorbell at, at my house. It's just it's, we're we're old school. Just knocking. You know what else I don't have in my house, Lewis? You ready for this? Go on. You ready? Are you sitting down? A microwave. I do not own a microwave. And what? I, what? I'm ha- Still, I, you know what? That's the only thing I. I'm own. proud to say I've never owned in my adult life. I have never owned a microwave. I've, the fuck? I've never owned a microwave. Woo! The fuck. Yeah, I hate did, myself did so much, flex? and I want to make my life so complicated for myself that I've never owned a microwave. That was Games Workshop, and they oh, nice. said, uh, I'm not licensed to talk about Blood Bowl. <laughs> 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 Holy shit, uh, fucking Games Workshop are, are bigger than I thought, though. Like, well, I, How do you eat all those fucking, like, f- f- like hot dogs, then? I knew, they, I knew they were a big company, but I didn't realize they were as big as they are. And their share price is, like... It's like three three grand or something like that. Their share price is nuts. Anyway, can I just say about the original Blood Bowl game? Yeah, when when Cyanide it. made it, it was to fulfill some kind of contract that they had agreed to make a Blood Bowl game. Right. So they made this shitty Blood Bowl game to just sort of get it out of the way. And it was surprisingly popular, even though it was dreadful, because there was nothing else. There's really nothing like it. Like People are thirsty for turn-based strategy games, and there's just not many of them. So they made this game... And then it, it was um, it was way more popular than they thought it would be. So they were like, oh, shit, I guess we better make a good one. So then they made a second one that was, like, not shit, um, <laughs> even even though the rules of Blood Bowl are still shit. So it's still a frustrating, wanky was game. Was the original sort of fumble, was that more uh, authentic along fumble the lines of the actual game? was extremely authentic, had all the races, um, but it was just a fan project. It was free. It was just a free free sort of online Java client that you could just play. Um, you know, it wasn't ever intended to be... For the mass so, market. So, so back in the day, I used to play Magic the Gathering on a program called Cockatrice. Right, right, Cockatrice. yeah, yeah. And it was like this open source, like th- shit. Sort of, basically, it was just a table that was made. Exactly. And you kind of it didn't have any of the rules, right? So you had to like play a card and then sort of then they'd use arrows and stuff and clicking to explain to the opponent what it had done. Right. <laughs> right. So you'd be like. So you'd like poke his side of the thing and you'd be like, this this thing is like, you need to discard a card. Or I'd like double tap on the card and make them to like, have to tell them to read it again, you know. But it was very much like, like kind of faith-based thing. Um, it was very different. Like it was more like tabletop simulator for Magic the Gathering, but very quick and, and easy to use. Very simple infrastructure, simple UI, completely legal, right. obviously. Um, and I don't recommend you 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 see if you can find that and if it's still going. It probably isn't. It's probably been shut down. No, it probably um, is because the guys that run it are probably like, this is the only good version. None of the other versions are really good. But but it is interesting that you can sort of. But, but sometimes sometimes you just wanted to. For certain games like with Magic, I just wanted to give it a give a give a deck a try before I invested the money in it or something like this, you know, because I wanted to get a feel for it. I didn't want to, you know, have to get all the cards, collect the cards, put everything together, give it a go, and then I only find that I hated it. Mm. You know, it's not so bad. But I mean, that does happen to me in Hearthstone. Like I'll I'll disenchant everything to make a fucking druid deck and i'll play it once and i'll be like oh this this is not as cool as i thought it was or you know someone beats me with a deck <laughs> and you, i like have Google you been playing and... on the topic of, of hearthstone have you been playing it recently uh no I, well i got legend to die and so i've quit again yeah um, i don't think i've even logged in for the last two months since, yeah. I, since I did it but that's partly because i've been trying new games out so but also it's partly because destiny's got its hooks in me I, I, like nothing like going back to this but it's weird like to have, I, I, I think I'm going to have this, you might this, like this Destiny, burnout period. Uh, flex, with it. you might like it. I nah. think I'm just going to cold turkey it once it's done, um, and and I think that'll be enough. Do you know what I mean? The I, um, but the, the gameplay is phenomenal. It. It's like really satisfying when you shoot. It's a stuff satisfying FPS. The world looks great. Really stuff. pretty. It's really nice. It's very yeah. smooth. It's really good. Um, it's not too many people. You don't. It doesn't nag you with microtransactions or anything. Like I haven't spent an extra cent in it, and I don't feel like I need to. You know, it's it's actually okay. Yeah, it's you know, pretty, yeah, you, you you probably would like it, Flex. Like, I, I think I've I've been playing a lot of like shooters lately. Lads, like. lads, I'm a Dota main. All right, I know you're a Dota main. That's got its hooks in you. Oh, you it know? always has. Yeah. 
you're automatically, I think when you, you automatically just reach for that Dota button, don't you? you just it, It's like whenever I load up a Chrome window, I my fingers automatically start typing in reddit.com and then I autofill r slash yogscast and then I look <laughs> through that and see what the news is. And it's like, that's my like muscle memory. Do you guys have this muscle memory on your like computer where you sit down and something you just yeah, something loads them automatically? Pornhub. Pornhub. Yeah. Like <laughs> muscle memory. Like I log into my computer and instantly open a Chrome incognito browser and I start start typing in. So porn. you you know I found out it about auto completes um, for me and everything. In- incognito doesn't hide anything from the website you're going to. It only no, no, hides stuff it, from no, it just hide, hides your browser it from, history from other people who are using a browser right. on your computer. That, so that they, would make it the least incognito. When your friends thing come over for a ever. couple of beers, they can't see that you've been looking up like you know, Mercy five five guys blowing each other Anna, porn hot action stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, May um, takes her. Parker off or whatever I don't know. Yeah, to, to play Overwatch. Yeah, it's just know. for your search like history and stuff. Is that hot to you? Takes off her Parker. <laughs> I don't fucking know. <laughs> she was very hot before. <laughs> oh my god! So uh, um, so listen, what you were saying about um, about uh, Blood Bowl. Mm. Is because uh, I because we went to Disneyland and I've been reading like stuff just off and on about you know like Disney and and Pixar and stuff too and the like the the story of Pixar is kind of interesting. It's a bit like you said with with Blood Bowl. Originally they you know they started off and they made they made Toy Story as part of like a three movie deal with Disney. Disney oh, really? were. Disney were going to publish three Pixar movies and and own all the rights to the characters and and everything uh, as a result. And Pixar at the time were like, yeah, great. You know, this is Disney. They're huge. Um, You know, this will be like great for us. So they signed up to this like three movie deal and they made Toy Story first. And um, like you were saying about Blood Bowl as well. They didn't think it was going to be a huge thing, you know. Like right. they, they they were happy with what they made, but they, you know, they they were a little bit like, mm, you know, how's this going to be received? Like we don't really know. And then they the sort of like initial reviews of the movie started coming in, and people were saying like, this is going to be fucking huge, like it's going to be nuts. So they were like really confident and stuff. And then it, of course it came out and made made millions, sort of thing, and they were pretty happy. Um, so then they started working on Toy Story 2 um, almost like immediately. They started working on it. They had some ideas for it and stuff. Uh, but at the time, Disney's sort of um, policy for sequels was straight to video. So so Toy Story 2, they started working on it with the idea that it was just going to be a straight to video sequel. Like, like not huh. even, you know, no theatrical release, nothing. Like it was just going to go, you know, straight to DVD or whatever. Toy Story 2. And then part of the way through it, they realized that like, oh, hang on, this is going to be much bigger and and should be out in theaters. And so, can you imagine if Toy Story two <laughs> went straight to video? That would have wow. been crazy, right? It was been nuts. And then they started. I, I, that's when they started fighting because it was like, well, this was meant to be straight for video, so this doesn't actually count as one of like the three movies or whatever. And then Pixar wow. was like, oh fuck yeah, we're getting screwed here and stuff. And then they finally finished like the three videos in the deal. Uh, the three movies in the deal, and then they were like, they couldn't come to an agreement again. They didn't want to work with Disney anymore, and then Disney was like, "Oh, fine, we'll just buy you." <laughs> and that oh. was it. <laughs> yeah, that's Disney's way out. Yeah, of yeah. Everything, Disney's isn't it? Disney's solution to everything is just, yeah, well, well, we're just gonna eat well, you we'll up like you. Galactus yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Or what was that Transformer that eats everything? The world. But then, then buying Pixar meant that Steve remember. Jobs became the uh, biggest shareholder in Disney. He owned seven percent of Disney stock at the Jesus time, which was worth Christ. like fucking fifty billion or something stupid like that. It was insane. So I watched this documentary on Netflix last night called Forks Over Knives, right? Which is all about how you just shouldn't eat meat or animal protein because uh, it kills you, right? Go on. And um, and I was chatting this morning to to Dave in the office, and yeah. he was like. That's that's what Steve Jobs did, right? He basically he he decided he wasn't going to have like cancer therapy for his like treatable cancer. He was going to just go on like a vegan diet. Right. And I was like, is that true? Because I, but I don't know. Is that is that like a thing that happened? He, um, it, it wouldn't surprise me if he did that. I don't know if he actually did do it, but he was very like. Um, he was he he was he was kind of like a product of like the '60s and the '70s, right? Yeah, he very was, much. He was not 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 afraid shit. to use like uh, like LSD and stuff. He went like on these spiritual pilgrimages to like India and stuff, and 
like in a, a sweat lodge. Yeah, well, no, but like I, I think he was like <laughs> like in Arrested Development. Know, he was no, just I like think, a bit think... of a you know, just like a bit of a, a hippie, I guess. Ga- Gavin and... Belson from um, uh, Silicon Valley. If you've seen that show, yeah, I, I think he show. is very much based on Steve Jobs because right. he was he was a, a he was an asshole from from all accounts you can read about him. He he was an asshole. And uh, he was certainly very unpleasant to um, his daughter and stuff like that, um, who he denied. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he did de- at first. Yeah, he he. But I think they grew close like later in life. But I don't. I don't at, believe at first, they ever was, really did. Actually, it was pretty awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. So it was stuff like that. I, I don't think he was a particularly nice guy. But I think a lot of these people that are extremely successful and driven generally aren't, honestly. Um, so yeah, it was it was weird. It was. Um, one of those things where you think, so if Gavin Belson is based on him, and Gavin Belson is always doing this stuff where he's like, he's into um, Tibetan meditation and all this yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, I'm always curious when someone is already hugely successful, but still decides I'm going to do all this weird shit as well. I think is it I'd because be they're even less inclined or? to get into that shit. I think yeah, if I was they're, like they're super successful and I had millions, I would just be like the ultimate, like, yeah, oh, you fuck. Think, I, I farted I in these underpants. Right. I'm going to need clean ones and stuff. <laughs> like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like uh, going down spiritual attunement stuff right. or, or anything like that. Because you think I must bothered. be doing something right, or else why would I be so successful? Right? I'd just be so, pouring all the goddamn time. I would, exactly. I would act, I would act like a mafia boss without the, <laughs> the organized crime element. I would act like that guy. I'd just be like, hey. Hey. all the time, <laughs> just with a lot of money. I'd go into places and I'd just oh. buy them. Just buy yeah. all the places that I like to go and stuff and whatever, you know? Would you like to be a mafia boss? Um, without all of the violence, yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to get whacked or double-crossed or something like that. And, I, and I'm and i not sure that I would like to run a, a criminal empire, but... Mm. I would like the I would like the the freedom of having a ton of money and somebody drive me around to all the places that I want to go to and you know everybody just do what I say all the time and couldn't you kind, just be kind of rich like being then? like well yeah I, I guess so I mean but I'm too lazy to be rich uh, or or do anything that involves not playing video games all day so I don't know if I'll ever get there you know you want to be the godfather I don't know if I want to be the Godfather. I want to be more like I've been watching. I've been watching the Deuce. Have you guys seen that? The Deuce? No. What the okay. Fuck is that? Oh fuck! It's awesome. It's by the wait, guy. Wait, wait, wait. How, how is it spelled? The Deuce. The D- like taking D-E-U-C-E. a Deuce. D e u c e. It's 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 West Forty Second Street, New, New York City, nineteen seventy one. They used to call it uh, Forty Deuce, I think, and that's why oh, the, okay. the area became known as the Deuce. It's like around Times Square before okay. they cleaned up Manhattan. So it's 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 by the guy uh, who did The Wire, David Simon. Right. Yeah. And um, it takes place in '71, and it's all about the uh, adult uh, entertainment industry. This is before. This is like the start of uh, of pornography, basically. As as we I'm in. as we now know it, and it's got um, <laughs> sign us up. It, Say no more. So I mean, and, and of course it was it was it was uh, influenced and controlled by the the mob back then, and probably still is. Was it? Um and uh it's really good. It's a really good series on HBO. The first season was out last year, I think, and the second season just started on Sunday. We just watched the first episode last night of the second season and it's great. It's really really good. It's a really good one. I'm excited. Anyway, there's a big mafia boss guy. He's like just he's like a maid guy. He's not like the the main guy. His name is uh is Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. Hey, Rudy. P- P- Pepsi Cola or something. I can't remember his last name anyway. And he's just like, you know, he's a wise guy. He just like turns up in his car and he's got his he's got his guy with him and they they're always scheming and hustling and doing stuff, you know. They always have like they always seem to have like an abandoned uh, retail lot that they can just turn into like a massage parlor or something when when they want to and you know they've got a couple of guys that they trust to do all this stuff and it it I would want to be that guy but I wouldn't want like uh, you know all the violence and and backstabbing and treachery and you know all all the degenerates and stuff like that you know what I mean I I would just want to roll up somewhere with money and say hey open up a massage parlor here and somebody be like yeah okay and then. Just go on to the next thing, sort of thing. You know what I mean? 
that's the that's the mafia guy I want to be. All right. You want to be stealthy. What about you guys? Any any you, any So you want to basically you just want to be a legit businessman <laughs> yeah, really, pretty but much, running yeah. slightly seedy. I want to be a legit businessman, but I want to dress like a pimp and I want to strut around New York City while while I And do you want to secretly well. kind of yeah. be a little bit shady on the just have that Not even, low no, level of anxiety about one day you might get in prison all. for the like, rest I of think, your life. I think just legit but but you know, streetwise legit. <laughs> I want streetwise, to, right. you know, legit. I want to have. Do you like carry a, a gun yourself, or does, do would, you have like a, a guy? I would carry guy a gun and you? never use it. Yeah, I would carry it around just so that like every once in would a it while, it'd be like a ceremonial gun. You know, then? like I if I wanted to buy that. a bar that I walked into and they were like, "No, it's not for sale," I could just pull it out and be like. Really? <laughs> just put it put it down <laughs> in the bar. That's it. And it's like this That's gold etched bar of, of how gun corrupt I'd like, be. Yeah. So uh, what would be etched on it? Like what would be written on it? Oh, it had to have like, like a, a name ace, or a theme, ace, right? The Ace of Spades. No, the ace I, of spades. I would. Charlene. I would call it Charlene, and I'd have the name engraved on it. And I would it have a little heart? Let like me a, consult with like Charlene. I'd pull my gun out and be like, "Whoa, <laughs> what's that?" And say, "Oh, it's my gun." Just like intimidate <laughs> people, so... yeah. But uh, th- there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of wire guys uh, in it. Like uh, D'Angelo Barksdale plays a cop in it. Cool. Uh, Lester is in it a little bit. He's he's oh, in it man. very briefly. Uh, Frank Sabatka from uh, season two is in it a lot. Uh, there's a whole bunch of uh, old wire Illuminati in it. That sounds man. Awesome. You got to fucking have some respect for HBO for like making these shows. The HBO like. Just the shows are so good. Westworld season two, I've been watching, struggling through a little bit. I told you about it, but I'm still still wrestling my way through it. Westworld, uh, I still watched this the last episode of season two, but I liked it. I like the idea of Westworld, and yeah, it's, I, it's I, really I know what you cool. mean. Like, it's like the Westworld is a little bit like one of these games for me, which is like where I just for some reason. Got a little bit bored and then forgot to finish it. <laughs> Show me. It's like I mean, it's just I not held my one. attention that much that I'm excited. It doesn't remind me to come back. You know, that game on your Steam Library. I saw season one. I don't really need day. to see season two. Season one was good. Season one uh, was season, good. Yeah. Season two um, furthers it and is is good. Uh, season two is is definitely worth watching. I just, I just it's definitely more enough. creative than you think because sometimes you worry that these shows right are gonna just drag things out. No, there's a lot of twists no, in like, season two that, that they're like open they're up just the up for more. making more parks and more stuff and more world building. And it's like it's like a relief really in a sense that you see more of the world because they could easily just drag it out for another sort of eight episodes of do do nothing, which some of these shows do. Like nothing fucking changes, and the show's scared to change. Because they think, oh, everyone will hate it if it's not exactly the same. As I don't it used know. To I be. think, uh, yeah, I think Westworld was pretty good. I've been watching Better Call Saul as well. Like, um, that's yeah, back. I've been trickling that out. It's it's coming out episode a week, isn't it? Yeah, it so. does. Yeah, I, and and I like it. I fucking love Better Call Saul. I love the pacing of it. I oh, like how it's I, just I like not... it, but I also struggle with it. Like, I, like it's so fucking depressing. Like, there's it no really is, upside. Yeah. He never fucking gets, and even where you know he ends up, he ends up in a fucking like, when when the show starts with. This guy ends up working in a fucking cinnabon. You know, shitty cinnabon, right? <laughs> and having a heart attack or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that's how the show fucking starts. You know, like his whole life is just going to be shit. So the whole, every, like, where are the fucking upsides? We watched Breaking Bad. Well, and the Saul upsides were, Bad were making a, a terrible fucking, a fucking time. ton of money, like on the edge of a knife for years, like working for a drug cartel. That was that was the upside. That's I think Saul is like you. If you were a like sneaky <laughs> businessman, you'd be you'd be smart. But you fucking have a bad time of it. Yeah. You try and like make a little bit of money on the edge, but it would come back to fucking bite you in the ass. It's the, and you'd, the moral you'd be sold the story with a fucking the crime does working it's at a fucking really simple one. Dunkin' Donuts in like 2037. You know, that's going to be you, Sips. Crime, run the run from your family. Crime doesn't pay. That's that's the moral <sighs> of the story here. You your son's going to become like a pimp and come oh, hunt you down. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And Method Man is in. Uh, Method Man <laughs> is a pimp in the deuce as well. And he's really I love good. Method Man. Yeah, yeah. And, and oh. Slim Charles is in it, too. <laughs> Fuck, uh, it's Amazing. really good. You guys have to watch The Deuce. It's really good. There's a lot of, like, awkward I forgot that you though. loved rap. I always forget that you're, into like, massively into American sort of 90s gangster rap. Oh, th- yeah. Um, but, well, I think man, Flax I love, is kind of too, love aren't that you, Flax? Okay. Yeah, in a big You've way. You've got a soft spot for, for all that, don't it you? It was a big thing for me when I was um, yeah. a young man. Yeah, it was. 
It's so interesting because for me, like that was never, ever, ever a thing. Like it was it always was really big in metal North America when I was. But a I teenager. guess Flex, you would have been in in you would have moved back to England like by that by that point, right? I, I had, yeah, and I think that's what made it more exciting. I remember very distinctly, like, do you remember when you were a kid and there were just kids in your neighborhood? That you'd go out in the evening to look for something to do and people to play with or, or hang out with. Uh-huh. And there were some there were always some kids you didn't really know where they lived. You were never gonna go to their house. They were just kids you knew. Some of them you didn't even know their name, and you were too shy to say, Hey, what's your name? So you'd just be like, Hey, what's up? You wanna go for a bike ride? Yeah, cool. You just cycle around <laughs> the car park or whatever. Yeah. It was just like people you hung out with that you kind of vaguely knew. Yeah. And uh this one kid one time. He he was big into rap, but the reason he was into it is because he couldn't believe that they were swearing. So he had he was like, "Mate, listen to this," and he put the headphones on, and it was like some NWA like they were at, they said motherfucker and they said shit and they said fuck and it was like wow this is exciting and new because they're swearing in a song. Yeah, it was like unheard of at that point. It was funny, but but lots of swearing too. It wasn't just like the occasional. You oh, know, it was a lot of swearing. Shit. It was like every goddamn verse of the song had swearing in it. Yeah. The first rap that I really listened to, I guess, was, must have been like Eminem. Do you know what I mean? Like, really? I think that was that was for me. Yeah. I thought I think most it was people, like, most people, was like Snoop Dogg, right? Snoop Dogg was like the big, big, more so than anyone else. Like, like almost like kind of mainstream, right? Like there was like the the What's My Name video and everything, and that was like. I, I think they had a radio-friendly version that was, like, in heavy circulation at the time and stuff as well. It, it definitely felt to me like he was one of the first rappers that crossed over from this is a scary thing that we shouldn't allow our kids to see to actually, the, you know, I mean, he he was he was seen as kind of yeah. a, a rough Yeah, was sort of like the counterculture, and, like, and Snoop Dogg was as well, obviously, but... It, it was it, still it, radio-ish. I mean, it, you know, yeah, his songs it, it had did, a, It did sort of appeal to, like, the mainstream as well. Yeah. It was more, I guess, accessible somehow. It, I think I it was because it, it didn't seem so angry. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of rap at that time, a lot of gangster rap was extremely angry. Uh, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, um, Snoop was just a bit more smooth with it all, wasn't he? Yeah, he, wasn't, he, he like, felt didn't more like seem it was so fun. aggressive. Yeah. It, it changed into like more of a hip hop chill, chill exactly. vibe, definitely. Like it wasn't as angry. But um, I, I'm not saying that he was he was the first, but I think he was the one that that made it more popular in the in the mainstream. And still West, West, West Coast kind of like hip hop was like a bit more had like a bit more of like a party atmosphere about it. Like East yes. Coast hip hop was really serious and gritty and New York was a, a much different place in the 80s and like the early 90s and stuff. It was, yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas like West Coast hip hop had more of like a barbecue party feel to it sometimes. Yeah. Even though, <laughs> no, you're right. If you look at the videos, they all seem to be having a great time. Yeah, and they're always barbecuing sunny, or driving they're around always their cars. Like, yeah, Lots they're not babes. like all dressed yeah. up in coats and like freezing their butts off. And <laughs> just going, if you come onto this corner, I will fucking kill you. Like that's if the it's, gist if, of New If York it's rap. not too cold, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the gun out if it doesn't freeze up before I. I'm gonna get freeze it out. a bullet to your face. <laughs> I think uh, it's so cold. If I shoot a bullet, it's just gonna freeze in midair, just land on your face and stick there like a penny on a cold day. That's what I'm yeah. gonna do to you. Whereas in LA, they were like, "Hey, let's drink a load of gin and have fun." <laughs> yeah, New York is like it's cold and I'm angry, so I'm gonna shoot somebody. <laughs> yeah. So I mean I think was it in your car that you have like straight out of Compton playing and to, you know you, you just talk over movie every swell space, isn't that? I don't have a of? straight out of Compton in my car, no. <laughs> what do I have in my car? I have a couple of couple of Tapes. like old CDs that somehow managed to survive my move to the UK and also my wife had a couple of old CDs as well that just managed to find their way into the car so it's like a mix of stuff like when, so when was, my kids we, were still too young to understand the words i would drive around listening to like wu-tang and stuff like that and yeah uh odb biggie um snoop and, and everything else I, I would drive around listening to that yeah um once they can start picking once they understand the words from a song yeah that goes you don't straight really want them listening yeah. to that yeah now it's more wholesome stuff. Dad, what does motherfucking <laughs> shit-eating fuckface mean? Uh, oh, you'll understand when you're older. Just don't worry about it. Why is that in your search history? I went incognito. <laughs> you don't know about that. That must have been your mother. <laughs> I typed it into Pornhub and it just auto-completed shit-eating. Um, 
Overwatch. Oh, oh, I, I well, did my usual. I opened up Chrome and I started typing in Minecraft uh, for the autocomplete, <laughs> but then a bunch of weird porn came up. Dad, what's going on? What's good? Did you forget to use the incognito? Dad? Do you feel like do you, do you feel like you're always stepping on eggshells no, around no, no. your kids, or are you quite? Is it quite easy? Yeah, yeah I mean, easy. you, you occasionally swear. A if lot, I get really a angry. Lot absolutely blasts right over their head. Like their kids are 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 barely paying attention to anything anyway. So like you know you can. As long as you're not swearing <laughs> thought, a lot. I thought they were like sponges. They just they, absorb they are, They are and they aren't sort of thing. They're sponges, but everything goes over their head. A lot of they're stuff very does selective. go over their head. They're selective sponges, for sure. It's it's an incredible thing. Also, nature. I mean, my two are old enough now to understand when daddy says a bad word, that doesn't mean they're allowed to copy it. You know what I mean? And I'm That's, sure they, that at too, school yeah. they all talk about it. Like, my, uh, my youngest came home the other day and she said, Amber at school knows the S word. I said, all right, you tell me what you think the S word is. And she's like, is it shit? And I said, yes, that, that is the S word. Well done. <laughs> the, the research is correct on this one. Uh, I can confirm that is indeed the S word. I said, do you know any other words? And she goes, I know the F word. I said, what's that one? She goes, flip. I said, no, flip is not the F word, but you keep using that one because that's a good one to use. Flip sounds a lot better than <laughs> yeah, just screaming. Yeah, it does sound a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. My son asked me the other day, he goes, he goes, dad, what does it mean when you point your middle finger at somebody? I was like, well, <laughs> what do you think it means? He's like, well, my friend at school said, and I said, well, I said, don't point your middle finger. You know what? If you want to joke around and point your middle finger at somebody and they understand that you're just joking, it's probably okay, but maybe you shouldn't do it anyway. But you should never really just point your middle finger at somebody. And I said, and you know what else? The V sign. Don't do that one either. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Some people by will the way, find, there's find all these that one ones. offensive as well. So don't do that one either. And, and I, if you get your hand and you shake it in a, your wrist in a sort of you know side yeah. to side fashion, don't do that. They pick up stuff at school. He's like, he's like, Dad, I want to watch The Walking Dead, and I was like, okay, well, you can't really watch The Walking Dead. Like, it's not, it's not made for for people who are six years old. Like, you have to be a bit no, older it's traumatic for one. eighteen He's year like, olds. What is it about? Just like zombies and stuff. I really like zombies. I was like, yeah, I know, but there's lots of violence in it. It's kind I mean, of there's, scary. There's no songs. It's about you know, like, they're not pretty no much dancing. the end of the world. And he was like, oh. Yeah, I don't know if I want to watch that one. <laughs> he's, like, he's still young enough to know that he'd be shit scared of it sort of thing. Yeah. So it's like, it's it, it, it's cute. It, it's you know, cute there, there were they... kids when I was at school, there always seemed to be these kids whose parents are like, yeah, you can watch whatever the fuck you like and do whatever you like. It's a free country. It's like, well, he's still a kid. Like, there were, Do you remember V, the original TV show V? No. You don't remember it? Maybe v. it was before your time. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. What was it, it about? Was, they, they remade it, it recently. It was about... These aliens with lizard skin oh, underneath human skin. I did watch this, the recent one. Okay, so yeah, originally this was around no, in the 80s. No, I've never even heard of that. And it was huge. It was like a television event in its time, even though it was terrible. And these aliens arrive, and there's some resistance fighters, and it was incredibly popular. And basically, the aliens are lizards underneath, and they're wearing human masks, and right. it's very, you know, very cliche. But at the time, it was a big show. And God, you know what? Was it, I was it a UK this. show? Was it like no, no, English? no? It was an American show. Really? So, I it had yeah, never heard Marina Baccarin. Never heard of You know Marina? No, Marina Baccarin. I must have just. You know who must she have is? Just missed it. Possibly the biggest crush on her of all time. I don't right. remember her, but anyway, oh, it was huge. And, uh, like this was when I was living in the states. It was massive, and all the other kids would stay up to watch it. It was on at nine o'clock, and my dad was like, "No, your bedtime is eight. And I was like, but please, I was like, I'll sleep for an hour, wake me up at nine, I'll watch V, I'll go back to sleep. He was like, no, it's if it's on at nine o'clock, it's inappropriate, and it's too late. All the other kids at school were watching it, and they were all talking about V, and I was like, tell me everything about it, because you're my only source of information. They'd tell me the entire <laughs> plot, every episode, they'd tell me, you know, this character, that character. I knew the show in my head as a seven and eight-year-old, but they were watching it. And I mean, I've watched it recently. It is kind of violent i guess at the time it was quite gory i guess and kind of uh a little scary for a seven-year-old kid but um oh my fucking yeah, I god felt kind of i bad. had this same experience so i had there were tv shows on at bbc2 at like 11 p.m that i couldn't watch and my friend would watch them and they would be like i think they were they were called weird things like like sci-fi stuff like like the like there's a like zex or something like um oh yeah what oh I thinking god of? what's it called fucking something it's it's some, canadian so, it's a canadian show yeah yeah yeah. it was oh, like this weird god. sort of shitty adulty sci-fi and he would watch it 
and it was about this big spaceship called the Zex or something, and he would tell me all the plots that I never fucking saw an episode. What do you reckon? What it, what will it be that your kids will watch when they're sort of too young? Our, our you know, big one in North America, well, at least like at, at my school and with my friends, was was Saturday Night Live. Like like you, if somehow you convinced your, we were young, right? Like if somehow you convinced your parents to let you stay up until eleven thirty at night to watch Saturday Night Live. Then you had like the you know the, the the pleasure of turning up to school on Monday morning and just like memeing the shit out of all the skits because you watched it and everybody else would be like no oh, fuck I couldn't stay up to watch it but like when you're like ten years old and you stay up until eleven thirty at night just to like see jokes on Saturday Night Live I used to fall asleep after like ten minutes like I'd be so fucking tired <laughs> like it was just it was always a thing I remember everybody was always trying to like stay up as late as they could on Saturday to watch Saturday Night Live. And this was, like, around the time of, like, Chris Farley and Adam right. Sandler. And kind of, like, I, I think those were probably some of the best years of Saturday Night Live, apart I from, agree. like, yeah, the yeah. Eddie Murphy years and stuff. So Chris Rock was on, like, um, David Spade and, like, Norm MacDonald was on it for a while, too. So Sort of like like a golden age of of Saturday Night Live, but... It was always it was always fun to stay up. It was definitely called uh, it was called Lex, by the way. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. Yeah. It, so so it was this. There was this. I think I I think what I did was when I was a kid. I'm sure I've told this before, but what I would do is I would pretend that I was recording something. Okay, on a VHS, right? Uh, and it was on at like I don't know eight o'clock. Something I was allowed to watch. Okay, and then I'd just leave the tape rolling afterwards and it would record like everything up until like midnight and then i'd fast forward the next day when my parents were out and i'd watch the stuff that was on at late night right <laughs> and so one of those things was like lex and i remember like there was this it was i, I remember there it was, was very this scene, gory there was this scene that was like yeah it was like some guy was like like tied to a chair okay and there was this old alien like machine that was was supposed to like inseminate people, keep like impregnate yeah, yeah. them. It was really weird. And there was this weird. guy like strapped fuck? to a chair, strapped to this like James Bond style with this like manky old moldy injection of semen like covered uh. towards him. <laughs> like oh, it was way too bad for me as like a fucking fucking teenager. It had, the, that's what, it that's, had a woman. That's in what it, I remember it as. It might not be had that a woman at in all. It, called, Holy shit. it was a German Canadian UK production. She was called Eva Haberman. I had a massive crush on her. She was gorgeous. She had like that purple silvery hair. She was like, uh, she was meant to be some oh, kind what, of like the sex clone or something, but she was fucking gorgeous. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I watched was a thing called Space Above and Beyond, which was oh, yeah. like one season of shitty sci-fi oh, in like 1996. And for some reason I watched like the whole thing and it was just so fucking weird, but... It was bad. It was bad. Man, I thought I was into sci-fi, but you guys have shown me up big time. Like, I think I I used to just watch Star Trek: The Next Generation, and that was that was about it. I mean, that was I was allowed to watch that. Yeah, that was was fine. That was on at like six o'clock. I watched that with my mum. You know, we we had a good time watching that. That was great. Honestly, that was a great show. The first time I saw that was on a trip to the states. It had they hadn't started showing it in the UK. This was back when if a show was in on in the states, it would be like three or four fucking years before it they bothered to show it. Yeah, movies used to be like. Like that too. Remember, yeah. movies used to take forever to come forever. out. Forever. Now the, it's like synchronized US. releases. Pretty but. much, yeah. And back then, you go into a video store. I know. I know. Our podcasts always descend into either talking about poop, or talking about our willies, or talking about how things were when we were young. And uh-huh. I, 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 know. I know. I know that's typical. But fucking deal with it. We've got we're how old. many episodes of this? We're, this is what old. it is. If yeah. you're still listening, you put up with it for X number of episodes. Put yeah, up with yeah, it yeah. With wine and more. This, anyway. At this point, you're probably not even listening to what we're saying. You yeah, just you, like just you, you just like thing. the patterns of our voices, right? It doesn't exactly. really matter what we're saying. So you'd go into the video store, and there would be videos for new releases. Would be years before they came out on video. Like the original video stores, you'd go in. Let's say there was a movie that came out. It's not going to come out in like three or four months or five months on Blu-ray, DVD, and Netflix. Years, years before they trusted it to come out on video because they were convinced it was going to steal all the money that the cinemas were making and it was all going to be video. I used to work at Blockbuster when I first moved over here. And uh, I used to I used to speak to my mom, you know, like once a week or whatever. And I used to really be big into movies. I used to watch a lot of movies before I had kids. Once you have kids, you, you watch less movies for sure. I don't know if you noticed that. But uh, before I had kids, I watched tons of movies. And uh, when I was working at Blockbuster, I watched tons of movies. 
And Do you mean I in remember, the theater or or on? Because I watch loads I, at I'd, home. I'd go to, I'd go to like you know opening night stuff at the theater all the yeah, time. Yeah, I don't I don't do the movies so much. Although no, I no, saw Mission either. Impossible, the new Mission Impossible, it was good. Well, yeah. and I find now that like in the evenings we just watch like shows, like uh, you know shows have taken over movies right, for okay. me for sure. But um, so I used to speak to my mom every week, and and she'd be like, "Oh, you fucking this just came out and it's really good," and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, you know, I got to wait for months for that to come out." And then like I'd say, "Oh, you know, we just got this out on." On, on DVD it just came out like we just got it at, at Blockbuster yesterday she's like what? That, that, that's been out for months here right. you know, I don't fuck like, I don't, so he's like so frustrated I think, I think that's one thing that's definitely changed yeah 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 like that used to be the case that uh, Australia were like yeah. two years ahead on Home but and Away but then they had the region lock on DVD players too so I'd, I'd say to my mom like fucking can you buy it and send it to me like I really want to see it I don't want to wait four months and they're like yeah, but we can't get region two. We Dude, can only get region did you one not, over did here. Did you not region unlock your DVD player? I did eventually, yeah. But at, at first, I didn't. I didn't know how to. I didn't know. It I don't just, even know if I had a DVD player that that had like the region lock thing. I, I had a available a, a Wharfdale DVD player that I bought from Tesco's specifically right. because I read on the internet that all you had to do was enter a specific code and it would region unlock it. So you right. just had to go <laughs> and press a certain combination of buttons on the remote. And the screen would sort of nod at you like, yes. I mean, I was not that savvy. Uh, you know, like I, I I, was representing your average Joe back then, I think. You yeah. Know, w- with, with these geographical international I, I was, Yeah, I was around. all over that stuff thinking about it. Because we had right. ITV Digital and yeah. I had the unlocked ITV Digital, which gave you all the channels, even even the even the rude ones. So well, like Babe Station and stuff. Well, yeah, but the, this is Babe Station when it's just showing you trailers. Later Ooh. on, it shows you actual softcore pornography where you see tits. <laughs> wow. You see actual Holy. tits. Holy uh, shit. Didn't, no, Channel, didn't Channel 5 used to have like a bunch of softcore like, yeah, but they later were, like, in the evening? Really like a long softcore. time ago? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All the boobs would be behind like a piece of glimmering fabric. You know, you, you, had to, you still had to imagine. The, the right. Babe Station was more of the early days. Of, like, this is before internet porn was really viable. People still used the TV and magazines because it took half an hour to download a fucking movie. So, you know, you fucking... I mean, everybody's got a story about their friend <laughs> who bought a top-shelf magazine... <laughs> And like, and then just got scared that their parents would find it and like, you know, threw it in a ravine somewhere or oh, yeah. stashed or it under a rock in the, in, in in the, the woods. woods. Go find yeah. it in the woods. Yeah, That's yeah, where all yeah, the porn yeah. is. Yeah. We used to, How are we to... back on woods porn? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it fucking always comes back to woods porn because it you, was a anyway, seminal moment in my childhood. Finding it was, porn me man. too, yeah. I like that pun, P Flex. Well done. Oh, very um, good. All right. Let's uh, Before go. Before we do the uh, usual, thank you. <laughs> let's wrap it up. Everyone, <laughs> just honestly, what a jumble of mess of oh, a podcast as we bounce from topic to topic. Yeah, sorry about that. I told you we wouldn't be able to top last week's. We'll never be able to. You know what we're going to talk about next week? That's right. Games and our childhood again and possibly our dicks and poop and stuff as well. Childhood and Things pooping. have changed. Pooping. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't have any new stories. This is the problem. I stream like six hours a day. All my so stories, sorry. I'm spent. I have nothing. I don't like, you know what I mean? I don't have a life outside of all this stuff now. All my stories are repeated and old. Like, You I know what I should do? I used new. to do this. I, I have ideas all week. For, I was like, shit, we should talk about that on the podcast. And then I forget it. I should write them down. Yeah. And I'll be like, all right, talking point number four. Let's talk about pornography that's been stashed in the woods and found there. I don't think we've covered that topic. No, yeah, no, that's a new, that's definitely a new fresh topic for us. Yeah, but I I will think (laughs) about it. (laughs) Have to think about it. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you later. Bye.